Tito's and Shiner Gonna be an all-nighter And I just might find her At the Whataburger line Dance halls and women But man, I'm wishing That I was fishing by the river Howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Thursday edition of Texas, the show about some things Texas. And some things not. We are super excited to dive into a couple of topics and segments today. But first, as always, we've got a couple of not sponsors who literally do nothing in any way financially or emotionally to support this podcast. That's absolutely true. They give us no money and no emotional support whatsoever. Or any shout outs. So our no matter first, how many times we ask. Our first not sponsor for today's episode of Texas is Frosted Tips. Frosted Tips. Missing the boy band look of the 1990s? Frosted Tips. You've you, got the pants, get the hair. Do you own a pair of tinted sunglasses that make you look like a dork? Frosted, Frosted Tips. tips. Are you walking around in a tank top like it's 2005 and feel like you're missing something? Frosted Frosted Tips. tips. Is your go-to karaoke song, I Want You That Way? Frosted Frosted Tips. Frosted Tips for when you look kind of good but want to look awesome. (laughs) You know they're coming back. I see them on the young kids. I saw them yesterday, and I had a visceral reaction to the entire thing. I can tell. (laughs) who's our other not sponsor our other not sponsor is chanclas you may remember chanclas from your childhood flip-flopping around the pool or the beach chanclas for whenever you have to wear shoes but you really don't want to chanclas for when it's hot outside and you don't want to wear socks chanclas for when you talk back to your mom and she needs something to throw at your head chanclas Chanclas. it's just something that makes us texan chanclas flip-flop 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 <laughs> Chocolates for when you just really want to blister between your big toe and your second toe. Chocolates for whenever you have five dollars and you gotta spend it on something. <laughs> Chocolates, you're at the beach and the sand is hot. Gosh darn it. Chocolates. All right, so we have some very interesting things that have happened in Texas, in Texas history, That's whether true. that is recent history or long time ago history. Recently, you want to hear about something that happened once upon a time? I do. So, once upon a time in Texas history, on December 29th of 2021, it rained fish in Texarkana, Texas. I'm not kidding. Is this one of those, like, there was a hurricane and it threw all these fish up Basically, so uh, during a brief rain shower on Wednesday, December 29th, multiple Texarkana residents reported seeing dozens of fish falling from the sky standard and uh yeah so a couple reports there were a couple of thunderstorms in the area on that wednesday during and after which folks reported seeing a bunch of dead fish scattered over their yards and parking lots one resident tin brigham told the texarkana gazette that it started hailing and looked like there was about to be a tornado next thing he knew there were fish falling he estimated he saw 25 to 30 falling fish. They were bouncing off the concrete, he told the Gazette reporter, Lori Dunn, who noted that a fishy smell pervaded the air. I wonder why. 
Probably because of the fish. Probably because of the fish. That's fair. Um, and then, uh, yeah, down the street at the Tiger Stadium, the Texarkana High School boys soccer team was dismissed early from practice because of the rain, but not before multiple players kicked fish to one another on the field. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Where is Texarkana? So that is a great segue into our small town of the week. Small town of the week. Small town of the week. Uh, Texarkana is a small city in Bowie County, Texas, located at the Arklatex, lo- located in the Arklatex region. I didn't even realize that was a Arklatex. So Arkansas, Louisiana. Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles? No, Louisiana. 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 I was like, <laughs> uh, located approximately 180 miles from Dallas. Texarkana is a twin city with neighboring Texarkana, Arkansas. The population on the Texas side was 36,411 as of the 2010 census. So it's basically the furthest northeastern corner. Um, and then a bit of history about Texarkana. Railroads were quick to see the poss- possibilities in the vast area. In the late 1850s, the builders of the Cairo and Fulton Railroad were pushing their lines steadily across Arkansas. By 1874, they had crossed the Red River and had reached the Texas state line. Between February 16th and March 19th, 1874, trains ran between the Texas border and the Red River when passengers and freight were ferried to Fulton Excuse me, to continue by rail. The Red River Bridge opened on March 20th, 1874, and since then, trains have run directly from Texarkana to St. Louis. Dope. And a bit more information. The name Texarkana is known to be a portmanteau of texas arkansas and near nearby louisiana however accounts of the origin of the name differ and it had been used as and it had been used in some time before the town was founded the most popular tradition is that when st louis iron mountain and southern railway was building its line through the area colonel gus noble a railroad surveyor coined the name he said to have paint he is said to have painted it on a plank and nailed it to a tree saying this is the name of the town which will be built here. Another story tells of a Red River steamboat named the Texarkana. A third account relates that a storekeeper named Swindle in Redland, Louisiana, con- con- uh, concocted a drink called Texarkana Bitters. So there's multiple there accounts. Go. I'm just going to assume that it's because it's in that area of Texas, Arkansas, and Louisiana, and right. it just makes sense. And it's just everybody's kind of trading. But I do forth, really like. I know. like. I want to believe the story of some guy named Gus just nailing a plank to a tree that says Texarkana and just predicting this will be the name of the town that is built here. Sure. And somehow someone found that tree and that plank and, that plank. and thought, huh? Yeah. I was gonna name it Smithville, but, but. there's this plank here. Looks like somebody already Looks took care like of this. Someone already did, you know, this, guys. did the hard work for me. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. What a, <laughs> who is our badass? Our badass of the week is Susanna Wilkerson. Now, Ooh. does that name sound familiar? Slightly. So most kids in Texas learn, you know, a little bit of Texas history. And seeing as how it was the Texas Independence Day yesterday, as Happy we're recording Texas this. Independence Happy Day. Texas Independence Day. Howdy, Texas Independence Day. I feel very independent. I don't know about yourself. I'm feeling very Texas and independent. Feeling very Texan, as always. Susanna Wilkerson is somebody who's occasionally mentioned, but often forgotten in the uh, annals of Texas history. Okay. She was born in Tennessee in 1814. We'll forgive her. We'll, we'll forgive her. She got here as fast as she could. 
<laughs> so ma- she married uh, Almarone Dickinson in Bolivar, Tennessee, and they migrated to Texas in 1830, arriving in Gonzales on February 20th, 1831. Okay. Now, Almarone was one of the old Gonzales 18, which oh. you'll recognize as one of the 18 people who resisted the Mexican army stealing the cannon. Yeah. Come and take it, mm-hmm. which is where, you know, we, we took that flag from. Yes. Which is also from like I think Sparta or something. From, yeah, uh, it was the there, there's like a Latin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's a whole thing there. there but like a snake. you know what? We did it first. I'm just gonna say it's right Texas. now. We it's Texas. It we, did we did it before. We did it bigger. We did it bigger. We did it better. We did it first. Yes. <laughs> now, because uh, because they were you know accosted after that with mm-hmm. him being one of the aggravators of the Mexican army, they ended up. Uh, going to, you know, essentially the Alma, that area. Okay. And they were attacked often, frequently. Mm. Yeah. Especially around that time. (laughs) (laughs) Especially given the circumstances. Following uh, the March 6th battle in which Almiron and the rest of the Texan defenders were killed, Susanna was sent by Santa Ana himself with a note to General Sam Houston, whom she met in Gonzales around March 12th. Her whereabouts for the rest of that are kind of unknown, yeah. but it's very likely that she fled as a part of something called the Runaway Scrape, okay. which is where everybody kind of fled east. Just got Just like there. GTFO, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were like, this is kind of a lot, They guys. said it's dangerous here. We're going to just leave. People keep like dying in churches. I'm going to leave. Yep. That was kind of their, their idea. Um, she petitioned the Texas government for a $500 stipend for her damages. Yeah. She was denied. Because she was... Because she was a woman. Woman, okay. With no husband. So she quickly remedied the not having a husband thing several times. Nice. She is the proud recipient of one of the first divorces in the uh, Republic of Texas. Let's go! She was married a total of five times and had like a normal kind of, you know, that type of life. Here's why she is a Texas badass. Uh, Aside from... Delivering one of the notes from Santa to Houston, which informed the the war effort at large and informed the strategy. She often played a role as an eyewitness uh, for accounts of family members of the people. That's why she's a badass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she she would go in front of the court and Mm -hmm. say, you know, I was there. This person fought valiantly in the Battle of the Alamo. Their family deserves Mm -hmm. the land that the Republic of Texas is guaranteed to those impacted by the war effort yeah because she legit was one of only four eyewitnesses to something leave, like that yeah. to be allowed to leave the alamo basically and then i mm-hmm. believe from what i've read the only one willing to speak to talk one of the only ones willing to, to yeah. talk about what she had seen mm-hmm. um and i think partially because of the status that she had been elevated to yeah. as the letter deliverer uh-huh. so that is you know that is Susanna wilkerson she uh you know she died in 1883 after being oh. ill for several months where, where is where's the Susanna wilkerson high school i'll actually tell you right now the her last husband she stayed married to okay and their house because she Austin, died before they got divorced or i mean you know i'm just gonna say it doesn't count hey doesn't <laughs> the couple's austin home which uh, her husband built in 1869 was turned into a museum in 2010 so Ooh. that is where her memorial is it's in austin you can okay. go check it out uh, it's been turned into a Texas History Museum. It's a historical landmark. You've, if you went to school in Austin, you've seen the Wilkerson House. Like it is, it's a whole. Is thing. it over? Is it 
over by UT or I think so, that yeah. area. I think I I think it's by some tennis courts. There's or like something. five or six big historical buildings yeah. that, that you see around, and as as a twenty year old, you're like. I'm not really interested in that. I'm not into that. I'm going to really go, go tweet about this coffee, though. Right. But then you hit, like, 26, and you're like, huh, dead people. Oh, dude, just wait till you hit 30, and you're like, <laughs> World War II, though. Yeah, you, you get older, yeah, you and you get... just decide, huh. Huh. Tragedy. I can see myself sitting on the couch watching History Channel very soon. V- and it's I'm, coming. I'm not excited about it, but I'm also not fighting it. Yeah, people are all, people are talking about Tinder Swindler, and I'm like, I watched this documentary about <laughs> how prosciutto became a thing in history and the war behind it. It was really cool. It was really cool. You should. You people fight about out? ham. Yeah, people went ham. They went ham on, on ham. prosciutto. And they no called one. the ham wars. <laughs> um, speaking of Texas. Yeah, Which that's, that's kind of what we do. I read the I read this this morning, and I thought this was interesting. Not because of the circumstances in which this is a thing, but I'm scared. <laughs> How often do I scare you with my prefaces? All the time. Sorry, just every day. So I'm so frightened by what's coming out of your mouth. So as of this week, a lot of people are. States including Ohio, Oregon, Utah, and New Hampshire are jumping on the sanction train and boycotting Russian-made vodka. The governors of Texas, bless you, you. and Maine are also asking retailers and state agencies to remove Russian spirits from shelves. While these snubs may raise awareness about the war in Ukraine, Americans prefer their Texas-made Tito's anyway. Russian vodka only accounts for about 1.3% of all vodka imported into the U.S. last year, whereas Tito's Mm -hmm. accounts for 72% of all vodka sales. Oh, my God. So guess what, Russia? That's a big Texas FU right there. Bigger and better. Bigger and better. The other thing that I thought was interesting here is... Texas is sort of notoriously becoming a little infamous for how far right our governor is. Yeah. But on the other hand, you have Maine, which swings a lot further left. And I just thought it was interesting to read about, okay, these are two states where the governors probably agree agree on nothing. Sure. Making similar, except for Tito's, apparently. Yeah. I don't. It was just cool to read. Like that okay, is actually yeah yeah. There, there's some common ground as w- far with as the things going on. Like one of the things that yeah. America is doing is mostly sh- sanction based. Yeah, we haven't um, sanctioned oil yet, but that's a whole other <laughs> thing. Um, I just don't get it. You know, vodka, cool. Can we cut off the the thing that makes the most money? Anyway, I'm not going to pretend like I know anything about anything. I've read a couple of headlines. That's all I've done. Okay. No, I've read more than that. Okay. I'll give myself more credit. Okay. But anyway, I just wanted to point out that uh, Putin can suck it. That's true. Russia can suck it. Texas-made Tito's is outselling Russian-made vodka. And always has. And always has. And always will. So you're welcome, Sigma Kai. You're welcome, Ukraine. <laughs> Doing our part. Doing our our part. So go out there tonight, guys, and get yourself a handle of Tito's and know that you're supporting the war effort. You really are, though. Actually. <laughs> but yeah, that, that that's what I had for that. Nice. Today. That, that, yeah. Hey, man. I, I appreciate that. That's fantastic. <laughs> I like minimal effort support. It's Yeah, it's the easiest. It's the American way. It's the American way. Like, yeah. I want to look like... I want to look like I want to look like I'm doing a lot, but I really just want to drink some Tito. But if it goes above and beyond, like tweeting or writing anything on social media, no, 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 I don't. 
I feel good by doing nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I, that's the tweet. That's the tweet, right? Yeah. No, yeah. just, Ameri- just like, America, doing the least to feel the most. Yeah. America, do less. But Texas, <laughs> do more. Do moss. Do moss. Uh, did you vote yet? Of course I did, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I don't like, um, I look at it as like a civic duty. Yeah. Uh, so I don't like. It's, it's implied. Yeah. I, it's like if you live here and you're of voting age, it's on you to be informed and yeah, vote in your vote. community. Yeah. Um, I'll never hold anybody, you know, I'll never rake anybody over the coals for not voting for like president mm-hmm. because I know how people feel about that. And it's like, oh, does it really matter? Electoral college, the state's mm-hmm. going to go red or whatever. I think you should, mm-hmm. but I understand if you feel out of control. You absolutely directly impact local and state politics. So it is. And it directly impacts. And it directly you. impacts. As we're seeing, it directly impacts a lot of different people. Yeah. Um, you know, as per our last episode, I got a lot of good messages. I got a lot of um, questionable messages. Of fun messages. Uh, a couple fun messages. Um, most of the ones that I enjoyed were the perspectives of trans friends mm-hmm. who appreciated Allison sitting down walking people through what was going on mm-hmm. i really thought that was impactful it made me feel like you know hopefully there are people who listen who maybe mm-hmm. had not thought about things in that respect and now are starting to or yeah. can or at least it crossed their mind i also had a great interaction with somebody who was opposed to um like that everything well opposed to the affirming care that yeah. allison was kind of saying this is what we're doing yeah but was open to discussing it in a civilized, respectful way mm-hmm. and made it clear that they respect trans people and their rights and is just uncomfortable medically doing anything. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people in Texas fall is, yeah. is that uncomfortability mm-hmm. with medical intervention. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll go on record yeah. and say I, I'm still a little, there's some tension because yeah. I, I do support getting care Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to consider, you know, how far does that care go? Sure. Before the age of 18. Um, past 18. Past 18. Your voting age. We 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 recognize you as, as an adult. Your parents. Yeah. It's on you at that mm-hmm. point. Um, exactly. And I, I fully respect those choices. Mm-hmm. And I, I also, a couple other, there's a, a nurse that messaged me about, I'm, you know, she was completely against any type of uh, genital surgeries Mm -hmm. and i gotta say i support that Mm -hmm. under under 18 yeah um genital surgeries mm -hmm. and that's different than transgender care yes which that's different than again go back and listen to the whole episode allison makes it very clear that affirming care does not Mm -hmm. include any type of genital reassignment surgeries yeah and in fact before you're 18 you cannot get to genital surgery Without going through certain medical interventions mm-hmm. first, exactly, and even and it, it requires more than just medical intervention. It requires therapy yeah. and going through that process. Yeah. So the people who are very inflamed, it seems to me, either didn't listen to the episode uh, or have not done their research. And yeah. maybe that's maybe that's life. It, I I think it is, and it was interesting because you were sharing some of the those yeah I was sharing some of those. And you and I talked about this. And overall, they were positive. Overall, they I, were that was positive. why I was sharing them. The wild ones are when it's so clear that they didn't listen to yeah. the episode or haven't 
and they're just knee jerking. And that's such, and it's, you know, if we're going to say sides or political party, it goes both ways. Absolutely. And what I glean from those interactions is truly, if you have not listened or read in depth, shut up. Stop. Just don't, stop. Don't talk. Well, it's like, okay, so Joe Rogan got canceled again yeah. or whatever. He didn't get canceled. He just, people, people can't. are mad at yeah. nothing. Of the people who, like, I'll occasionally, you know, troll post or whatever mm-hmm. about, oh, R- a Rogan thing. And a friend was like, he's the worst. Uh, da, 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 da. He's racist. And, and I'm like, have you listened to a full episode? Mm-hmm. No. No. D- he's and a you're far, like, and you're he's like a, dude. He's a far right Republican. And, and I'm like, like, have you listened uh, to his episode with. Bernie Sanders or uh, David Yang, yeah, uh, just like Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang. Sorry, I get, I get names so wrong so often. Uh, I cannot wait till we have an intern to fact check us. It'll be great. It's gonna be or fantastic. the interview with Jordan Peterson where he yeah. disagrees with Jordan a Peterson lot. a lot. Yeah, I and then and and I like that you get to watch that because you look at two people who disagree on pretty fundamental things. Yeah. respectfully, mm-hmm. and they get along. And yeah. I think that's why I ultimately, even though I would never listen to every Rogan episode, mm-hmm. will always respect and enjoy and like him even because he models what respectful disagreements look like. Mm-hmm. And what do you, this, I'll ask this question then we'll let the people Yeah, know. yeah, sure. I'm, I'm just very curious about, have we moved to a place in culture where to listen to somebody or to follow somebody is to be a loyalist to that person? Mm, maybe like is it is listening to one person a signal of your values to the world at large i mean yeah honestly that's horrifying isn't it and maybe that's why um we call it virtue signaling right Mm -hmm. maybe that's why that's so prevalent is because people are afraid of being identified as i you know they like rogan or they listen to Jordan Peterson or, mm-hmm. you know, they're a black yeah. lives or Matter they listen supporters. to Russell Brand. Or, yeah. Or, or any number, re- or they read Andrew Yang or yeah. they, any or number they, of these, like yeah. depending on where you are, you or they be, watch the view every day. It's, know. it's like anything that's counter to what the majority opinion mm-hmm. is in your geography yeah. and in your social circle and your social media circle. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. I, I guess they just assume that if you consume one thing from one person they disagree with, that's who you are. Yeah. Which is, that's sad. It is. Because I've even had conversations about, we have this podcast about Texas. Yeah. And peop- there have been people, friends, who meet that with, oh, so you guys are like super Republican now. Oh, you've had that? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have to, it's weird because I have weird, to answer right? with, well, well, no. We said it's about Texas, so it's not about, not about politics being Republican or or being Republican. Yeah, and frankly, we've had a lot more of the opposite of side. the yeah. opposite like side and content. And, and again, partially because we're in Austin, we're in Austin. We're partially because we're more middle. We're more middle. We're under thirty five. Yeah. Um. Frankly, those people make more time for us anyway. Exactly. So, um. Yeah, that that's just been interesting. Of yeah people assuming oh so you have a podcast about texas you must be blank right and that's weird it is a little weird i man the way that we talk the way we act the way we look it's all signaling something Mm -hmm. either consciously or unconsciously the way you look signals something to somebody you know you're wearing athletic clothes that signals a couple things that you are athletic yourself which is super true which is super true you're an ultra marathoner 
you value true. comfort, right? But you're all like it also matches, so mm-hmm. you you also show that you care about how you look. Okay, we can't act like I match all the time. Though. Yeah, but like today, this you is are. just a happy. <laughs> this is just a coincidence on that one. Well, and it, but again, like you you value certain brands. I'm sure you're wearing both of the same brand right now. Oh, these are both Fiori. Yeah, yeah. Both were gifts. Just I ain't got it like that. Like that's signaling something, right? Yeah. Consciously, in this case, mm-hmm. and you know, sometimes it's unconscious, but. We're constantly signaling things mm-hmm. to people because we want to be, maybe this goes back to tribalism. We want to be accepted and we yeah. want to be safe and we want to be known. Mm-hmm. Well, also when you're in a tribe, mm-hmm. you sort of adopt certain aspects, certain aspects of well. that tribe. Yeah. Huh. Just like how long, how long do you have to be a Christian before you start saying I'm in this season of life? Uh, that's about, I would say like two, thir- years. two years, two okay. years, two yeah, years. Yeah. yeah. Cause there, yeah, you move into, <laughs> you have it's to right, have a season it's right, first. It's right after the cross necklace phase sure. and before Fun phase. And before the deconstruction phase. Yeah. And then okay. you keep using it after after deconstruction. Yeah, because when you're in deconstruction, you're not in a season of deconstruction, you're just deconstructing. You're just deconstructing. But afterwards And then you're in a season you're done of with your season of rebuilding. Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny, by the way. Thanks, man. What you just said is very funny. I thought it was funny. And so if you're in a season where yeah, you are assuming people's values based on their consumption of mm-hmm. something, let's move into a season where we pause. Sure. Suspend suspend your assumption. I'm not saying I don't understand because I do. Mm-hmm. We We are built to judge books by their covers. Yeah, 100%. And I don't even think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. I just think it's on us to, like you said, be able to pause, take a breath, and examine if that judgment is valid. Yeah. And you know what? If you're right in your assumption, yeah. laugh about it. Laugh about it. Enjoy. And if you're wrong about your assumption, laugh about laugh it. Laugh about enjoy. it. Enjoy. Yeah, it. yeah. Life is too short to be Dude, so dang serious. Obviously, we don't take ourselves too seriously. Obviously. I, I, I hope we don't. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we do, and I'm just not aware of yeah. it. But I, I think... I think we do a good job of threading that needle. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of uh, consumption and everything, thank you for consuming. Thank for, you for consuming. Thank you for consuming the Texas podcast. We do actually have one sponsor who helps us put this out here for you to consume, and that is Manscaped. Manscaped. Seth, have you used your Manscaped recently? I used my Manscaped just two days ago. How did it feel? It felt amazing. It was the smoothest trimming experience I have ever had. Ooh. And I look forward to my next one. Ah, well, that is right. Support for the Texas podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped, Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. grooming. When grooming. it comes to shaving your pubes, Manscaped is champions of the world. world Manscaped world, world. offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. jewels, jewels Manscaped jewels. just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for our listeners. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code TEXISH. That's T-E-X-I-S-H at manscaped.com. That's right. Get 20% off and free shipping with code TEXISH at manscaped.com. That's 20% with free shipping at manscaped.com using code TEXISH. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools to get the job done with Manscaped. 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 Like trimming your beard, but it's on your balls. It's your dick beard. 
Mom's going to call you for that one. Yeah. You're, expect a text. I expect it. Expect a text. I had to say that it was funny. That was very funny. Thanks. Anyway, so if you guys have any feedback for us, if you are Absolutely. enjoying these episodes, if you like the new format of doing two episodes per week, let us know that. Follow us at TexasPod on Instagram. Shoot us a DM. If you disagree with anything we have said, shoot us a DM. Just be aware that we'll likely share what you say. We're probably going to we'll keep we will keep your identity, you know, secret, but we want to share the conversation. Which kind of makes you a superhero. It is true. In a weird way. In an odd way. Speaking of superheroes. Yes. Did you, Did I? Did Did you see him? I I saw him. Where'd you see him? So, I was actually uh I was in New York last week mm-hmm. um on a business trip. As you do. Texas business. Texas business. Locking down that Manscaped sponsorship. I was just trying to throw it back a little bit, be a little vintage, and was going to take a taxi instead of an Uber or a Lyft. When in Rome. When when in Rome, hail a taxi. Yeah. And so I threw my hand up. I think Caesar said that. Yeah, I think that was it. And just thought, you know, if I throw my hand up, a taxi will pull up. And sure enough, I, I put my hand up and I said, taxi! And then a, just like the fastest, fast and furious taxi drifts around the corner and just bulldozes every other taxi that was coming my way and comes to a screeching halt right at the curb. And the window comes down and it was Lance. And he just looks at me and tilts his Oakley sunglasses down a little bit. Always. Always. And he just says... Like I said, forever and always. And then he drove off. He didn't, he didn't, even, he didn't even give me a ride. <laughs> he didn't even give me a ride. God. So if you see Lance yeah. out there driving a let taxi, us know, man. let us know. If he's driving a taxi, he must really be losing a lot of money these days. Right. <laughs> Divorces ain't cheap. It, it is not. Neither are lawsuits. Thank you guys for listening so much. Like us, rate us, review us, share us, all the podcasts. Give us the follow. Shoot us the feedback. We appreciate all y'all so much. Bye, Bye, y'all.